You can't do it without God. 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 Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. All you need is a mustard seed. Yeah, yeah. Then you will be living out your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Yeah, yeah. Spiritual fighters, women in war. Spiritual fighters, women in war. sis you ever just wanted to wear the outfit wanted to crack that joke wanted to go over there but you just be like god you know i'm your baby but i don't want to go out there and they call me a hypocrite or they judge me well women of war is a podcast created for you where you can truly be yourself crack that joke honey laugh out loud and truly be authentically you goofy and all because you know what with everything that you are and done god already knew that before he created you so there's no need to hide pieces of yourself be authentically you because nobody can reach the people that you can reach but you exactly just the way you are thuggish girly tomboy whatever it is that you are you're welcome here Alright, stop it. So, one quick question for you today. You gave all you gave. You gave your whole self to people. You gave everything that you had to give today. But can I ask you a question? How intentional were you in your giving? How intentional were you from the moment you woke up? How intentional were you with the interaction that you had? How intentional were you about being intentional about yourself? Because a part of this intentional growth is being mindful of, yes, being there for others, but also being there for yourself. So in this segment, we're going to talk about just that, our intentional moments of the day. What's up, my fellow Kingdom Ambassadors? Welcome back to another episode of Women of War Season 4. Um, glad to see you. Glad to be seen. Glad to be heard. Thank you so much for clicking on this podcast, choosing to hear this podcast. Um, but let's get right into this, y'all. Okay, so my intentional moment of this week. Uh, so, y'all, I was sick this week. I wasn't really feeling good. And usually when I get sick or whatever, I would feel like super duper lonely or whatever. But this time around, I was I was intentional about... Re- reiterating what God told me, um, which is like he, he is always with me. So when I started like feeling bad or lonely or whatever, I literally just come back, combated those thoughts with reminding myself, telling myself outwardly and inwardly that I am not alone. And also not allowing my sickness to overwhelm me. I literally prayed over myself, my my veins, my cells, my blood vessels, my my like I prayed over myself, and then like literally 
took a medicine the night before and the next day God healed me. Like it was literally that easy. And I thank God for that. So that was my intentionality this week was the fact that um I didn't allow my sickness to overcome me and I didn't allow my thoughts to overcome me. That's something that I'm really working on um in this season is like really not allowing my thoughts to overcome me and winning the battle withinward. But yeah. What about you? What have you been intentional about this week? Comment down below, Buki. Thank you. So, you know it can be crazy out there. You know how it gets when you get frustrated, when you feel like nobody's listening to you, when you feel like nobody wants to hear what you're saying? It is a crazy world out here. And you know what I like to do? To check in. So right here is when we do our mental check-in. Because why? Mentally, your mental is the most important thing ever. Because how you think is what comes out in real in reality. So let's check in. Now, let's talk about my mental. Before I get into my mental, y'all. Okay, so this week, I really haven't really been feeling myself that much. Also because I wasn't feeling good, like I mentioned earlier. But I realized that, like, when I'm speaking to people, when they be like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's literally just the, um, what's the word? The robotic response. I, it's never dawned on me to, like, actually be honest about it. So... I made a promise to myself that from now on, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, I'm really going to be honest. Like, and I'm really going to actually want to hear how someone else is doing. You know, if, if I can help, I'll help. If I can't, we'll talk about it. You know? So, yeah. So mentally this week, um, I have been feeling off, but not because like anything is wrong. I'm not depressed. I don't have anxiety. But I was feeling off, and I, I don't know if that was, like, the effect of me being sick or feeling the sickness coming, so that's why I was feeling off. But I also feel like it's also because of, I'm just not, I don't know, like, I have been a little chill and calm lately, so I guess I'm just not used to me, myself, being chilled or calm. But the feeling that I was feeling didn't feel like that. It just felt like I was just off, like, like a, like... A wave of sadness trying to come but it wasn't coming um like remnants of sadness I don't know how to explain it but yeah that's how I was doing but I, I have mentally I would say I was numeric numerically I would say I was at a um I want to 10 let's say it was like a 6.5 6 6.5 that's what it was yeah what about you? How are you doing mentally? What's going on with you? Talk to me. And like a for real, for real. Like, how really are you doing? What's going on in your life? Yes. It's a commercial. It's a commercial. Y'all better come get one of these. Y'all better come get one of these. Okay. So, first thing first. You guys know I have a YouTube channel. What you may not know is I have two YouTube channels. 
One is Beautifully Yasmin. Beautifully Yasmin. Where you can go and watch regular videos like pranks, cooking videos. Um, what else? It's a plethora of things going on over there. And my other channel, my new baby, Beautifully Yasme, which is Y-A-S-M-E, Y-A-S-M-E. You can go over there to go watch reaction videos to movies, animes, reality shows, name it. We getting it. All right. And also, you guys know that I have a clothing company. Um, now, to be able to see what I have going on over there, you can go to KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, that is KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and what? On Facebook. There's so much more to come. I will have my website back up short, soon, shortly. Just give me a little moment. And there's going to be some new cute stuff happening over there. Now, in the meantime, I was waiting for my new lunch or, or however God is going to write that out. On that, you Instagram, I am doing Christian Rent of the Week. Now, if you don't know about it, then you are missing it out. Christian Rent of the Week is basically where I give you a little snackity, okay? A little, just low taste for your week so you can continue on to your the rest of your week from God, okay? It's like a little ice cream from God. When we talk about God and we talk about it in a me way i don't know how to, just a me way so if you are interested in that make sure you go ahead and follow kingdom ambassador.co and that should be that should not be foreign to y'all because that's what i call you guys my kingdom ambassadors because we are heavenly ambassadors so again that's kingdom ambassador.co and anything else you need to know go to my instagram beautifully yasmin to follow everything else that's going on over there and you will stay up to date with whatever I have going on in my life. Outside of that, let's go ahead and get right into this. What this question is. Let's get it. Alright, y'all. So let's get right into this discussion. Why am I screaming to y'all? I don't know. Um, so you read the title, so you know what we're talking about today. Um, getting to know God as a friend. <sighs> so I'm going to read to you this um, verse. Okay. It says a man who has a friend must not show himself friendly. No, I'm sorry. A man who has a friend must show himself friendly. And there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And that's Proverbs 18, 24. And then there's another one also says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Then that's also Proverbs 17, 17. So for me, with that, um, I feel like there was a space, there was a there was a time in my life where um I was really fixated on having the right people around me and I've never been a girl to have like multiple, like a big, large um, circle of friends, which I thank God for that. But there was a time where like, instead of going to God when something is going on, or instead of talking to God and something's going on, I would prefer to talk to human beings instead. I mean, like I would still pray and stuff like that, but like, I never thought to see God as an actual friend. Like the same way 
I talked to my friends, like, what up, my girl? What's up, dude? Like, da 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 And you just would not believe. Woo, 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 try me like that. Like, what? I, I almost drag that person, you know? I can go to God and talk to him in that same manner. When I was growing up in church, and also just my culture as well, we were taught to have, like, reverence for older people, have, like, respect. Even to this day, when I'm talking to a, when I talk to somebody older than me, I still call them Mr. or Miss. You know, until they be like, no, don't call me that. Don't. And until I got into like actually working, that's when like you really start having friends that are like really outside of your age range. So it took me a, a good adjusting to get adjusted to like talking to a, <laughs> I be trying to say adult, but I'm an adult myself. But when I say adult, I'm referring to like somebody who's like older than me to talk to adults and have them as friends. And I should be like, girl, da -da -da -da. it took me a while to get adjusted to that. You know what I'm saying? Because I just had such, like, like I just never saw my, I don't know, as a child, you just don't be thinking you're going to have any grown friends. Like, I have friends who are, like, in their 40s. I have friends who are, like, in their 20s younger than me. Like, I'm the 27. I have friends who is, like, 24. I have friends that are, like, my age. Like, I have friends in different, and I love my friends. And they, 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 child, you won't even know. You would think all of us are the same age because we're just so dope. But however, when it comes to getting to know God as a friend for me, I realized that like I can really treat God like a human being. Um, and oftentimes we don't think about God as that like that. We think about God as like this external being that's like out outside in the sky somewhere, sitting and looking looking at us. Where literally God literally literally be like in the same space with you. He's right there, and. How am I going to, I had to come to the conclusion of, like, I had this this um, epiphany. How am I going to serve somebody who um, I don't know? Or how even am I going to call somebody a friend when they're not really a friend to me? You know what I'm saying? And when I started um, having a friendship with God, that's when sin became um, more of a, less, I mean, less of a temptation for me. Because... When I'm in a friendship, I'm loyal to the T. And I don't know what that is about me, but, like, I'm OD loyal. Like, I, my family, my friends, I'm loyal as heck. Like, when I love you, I love you. And I love you with my all. And that's instant. Like, from get-go, I mean, well, it used to be. <laughs> well, no. Okay, so from get-go, I love you from instant because you are a child of my father. So, automatically, I will love you because you are an extension of him. But how I used to pour out my love all instantly, I don't do that anymore because I have learned to allow people to earn it. So when it comes to my relationship with God, what I was saying before that, um, I had to get to know God as my friend. I always hear the older generation when I was younger tell me like, God is my friend. God is my lover. God is this and that. Now, I don't know God as a lover yet. I'm not going to lie to you. That, that to me, those two things do not correlate for me. As a father, I don't, I, it, to me, it just, it, God hasn't worked on me with that yet. So for me, we have to take it step by step. So right now, he's just a, a, a friend, a father, my best friend, my Lord. Yeah, those things. My provider, my protector, all of that. But no, not the, not the romantic part. No. I mean, I'm dating God and I'm dating myself, but like how older people used to talk about God 
it, it, it is, it's like, I remember one time I was with this older lady and she was saying how like she hasn't made love in a while and she makes love with God. And I was just be like, so this dad's be like, oh, girl, no, you're making love with spirits. That's not God. No, no, uh -uh. you need to stop that. that. That's spirits. That's that's no girl. No. So, yeah, for me, I don't I don't I don't do all of that with God. Um yeah me and god yeah we 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 tight we mad close like that's my home tour that's my that's my homie that's i also reverence god because that's still god he be he be out here got it okay Lele, okay so um yeah mm -mm. Uh -uh. i'm dating god i'm dating myself but i'm not it, it's not like that for me i think that's for me i think that's just no I don't think it'll ever be like, I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I just don't think it's supposed to be like having, yeah, no. Um, but that's just me. However, back to this friendship talk. So how I got to building a friendship with God. Great question. Thank you for asking me that. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so let me tell you. So one day, um, what happened? One day I have been, I had, okay, so a few, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. There was a part in my life where I had like cool friends around me, like like enough for me, where I had mad a mad amount of friends. It was cool enough for me. Okay, it wasn't that many, but it was. It wasn't. They were cool. I don't know where um, those people started falling off and falling off and falling off. Um, arguments happened, things were said, things were thought. Like, things were just happening that I did not have control over, nor did I participate in. So, it just was just like, I don't know where you're getting this feelings from, but okay, you got it. Um, and, I mean, those those things do came, do did came, did come back for, why can I talk today? Did come back for a circle, and they did come back and apologize or whatever. But it, for me, it just could never be the same. Anyway, let's not jump over the subject. So, I had my friends start falling off or whatever. And then I also... While that was happening, then I also migrated into this other friendship as that was going on. Now, this friendship brought forth some people who I ended up living with. And this living arrangement, it was cool and all, but it felt like I was. Um, it was great spiritually, but I would say that in a season, I was really vulnerable and I was really like naive. And I allowed things to happen that should not have happened, Right. Um, so somehow God also removed them. Like that also fell out of my life as well. And then it became a point where I didn't have any friends. You know? And then I also met somebody else while that was happening as a friend also. And her and I were really cool, like really, really cool. She was a she's I still think today to this day she's a dope person. Um, there was just like a switch that occurred, I didn't understand a switch. But she was mad. She's she's a cool person. We were cool for a very long time, and then also that fell off. So then when that fell off, um, I was in a process of like re, what's the like? I felt like God was taking me to a new a new level in my life, right? So when that fell off, um, I was now I was already stabled in what was going on in the new levelness that was going on. So God allowed that to fall off in the right timing, because I felt like had that fell off in the process of everything, it probably would have been harder for me. However, um, I did grieve that friendship. I did 
allow myself to go through the emotions. So when that season occurred and I was like really, really sad about it, um, I also got sick about it. Um, in that moment also, I was dealing with somebody relationship-wise that was also not helping either. Um, and it also got allowed that. So a lot of stuff happened last year with a lot of people falling out of my life. <laughs> and it was hard for me to deal with because I kept trying to be like, what am I doing? Ooh, I'm, I feel myself trying to start crying. Oh my gosh. What am I doing? Why, why are people falling out of my life? And if you know me, you know that I've dealt with abuse. I grew up out of an abusive home. So what I was taught to do was to people please. People please your way out of everything, right? So because that's how I, could, I would get out of abuse was like make them happy, do whatever they want me to do. So I felt like because of that, in the friendship that fell off the last time, that one, I can see the role that I played in that one because I really put too much pressure on that individual as my friend. And I, I it was like we I was codependent and I was just too much codependent. So when that friendship fell off and the whole thing with the with the relationship fell off as well, um, it took me into a space where I was by myself. And I was really guarded um, to where I even met some new people. And because I went through what I went through in that season, I was very much aware spiritually. Because in those seasons where everybody was falling off, I was getting into my word more. I was learning about God more. I was praying more. I was talking to God more. You know what I'm saying? So I will say, honestly, my friendship with God truly grew last year. From everything that happened to me last year. And even, I would say in the last three years, will be how my, my friendship with God grew gradually. My it, it honestly grew through pain. I was in pain. The only thing I knew that could soothe me, or the only one I knew that can soothe me, is God. Because sometimes there are things that happen in your life that nobody else can help you with. Not even your family, not your friend, not your therapist, but God. And for me, in the, in the thing that I was in, I know it was a spiritual thing. So there's nothing that like a therapist could tell me about that that can help but beside God. Because I was in a spiritual cycle and I needed to break that. And even though it was harming me, I couldn't break it myself because I was just so much in that cycle, in love, in care, just allowing it to happen. And one thing about it is... A cycle will keep reappearing, but it'll be different face, different faces, not phases, but faces like different people will be involved in a cycle until you decide to break it. So what that cycle taught me was I have became too dependent on human beings and I have become I can and that can be overbearing for people. The only person who can handle that burden of me being dependent is God because your maturity in a spiritual realm is really measured by how dependent you are on God. So that dependentness that I would give, I was given to people should have been a dependentness I was given to God. And when I tell you, when I realized like, Oh yo, cause that particular person that was in my life, they like, I was so dependent on not, like, I don't know how to explain it. I wasn't dependent on them in like, I can't breathe without them like that, but I, I, every time I needed, I needed help or something like that, I knew to go to them. 
and vice versa. So when God removed them out of my life, it forced me to have to look inward for that for that comfort, for that soothingness, and for to figure out a plan to be able to move forward. Excuse me. So that's honestly how my friendship with God grew. And that's really how I learned to talk to God outwardly. Because before I didn't, I would talk to God outwardly, but like not in, like I would literally back in those days, I would be in a shower in the dark. I haven't done that in a minute, but I need to. I will have a, a candle on in the dark, have um, motivational songs on and just talk to God. I remember one of those days when I was in a shower, bro, y'all know I don't do germs. I don't do the sit in the tub thing. Because first of all, if I'm not the first and the only person, the first person to have used this tub, meaning I live in the part, I lived in apartments and I live in an apartment. So I know for a fact that somebody lived here before me. So I'm not about to sit my little cootie mama on some, t even though I wash my tub, I clean my home and all of that stuff. No, I'm not doing that. Mm -mm, not at all. So there was this one night I was just so like overwhelmed with like, just everything going on. I was trying to also figure out my apartment because my apartment lease was ending. And I just, I was just like, God, it's just, what? What? It was just a lot going on. Okay. And I just didn't know how I was going to be able to get everything because I'm visually impaired. If you didn't know, um, I'm visually impaired means I can't, I don't drive. And because I don't drive me doing me moving from one place to another is difficult. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause I can't carry it from one place to another. Like I live way different, way far from where I used to stay at. So that was stressful. Also trying to find a place was stressful. Trying to figure out if I want to stay or go was stressful. I was willing to stay in something that like I was uncomfortable in. Cause I was like, ugh, I don't want to have to deal with this. And I don't know who I'm, you know? So all of that. And one night I was in the shower and literally I was playing. And also in that season, I was also in sound bath and I still do that here and there. But I was also doing sound baths. So I was playing and I was doing my sound bath, my um, releasing of the day and talking to God about how my day went and um, the releasing the emotions of that day or whatever. And when I tell you, I literally sat down in that tub, Kuru Mama, touching the tub. Babuski. That's how I, when things, that's how I know when it's not me. It's because when I'm doing things that I normally would not do, okay? I was sitting in that tub, and when I tell you, I cried for two hours straight, just crying and crying and crying nonstop, okay? And I was also sick, also. I didn't have nobody to help me because I don't live with my family. I still had to be able to take care of my dog. So while being sick, I still had to take my dog out, feed, make sure she's okay. That point, I let her sleep in the bed with me because, girl, I don't even got the energy to sit here and play around with you. you. Go ahead. You want something? Just just come lay in this bed, girl. And when I say my dog, God, know what he, God knows what you need when you need it. It was just me, my dog, and God. And while I was sick, it was like the most um, unveiling experience for me because it made me realize that I have nobody but God. And because I have God, I have everything. Let me repeat that for you. In that moment, I had nobody 
but God. But because I had God, I had everything I needed and wanted. God was there to comfort me. He was there to, like, he was there. He used people to buy me food because I couldn't go make nothing to eat. Um, shout out to Val. Okay, she she always she comes through in the clutch every time I'm sick. I promise you, Val always come through in the clutch. Y'all gonna hear an episode with her um later on this season, but yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So my friendship with God from that day, it was like, oh, oh okay, you 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 okay, I see you. And then my prayer from there started being like, God, please show me that you don't play about me. Let me know. Show me in a ways that you don't play about me. And when I told you from that prayer, God, I was able to get approved for my apartment months later. Um, um, I was able to find people to help me move. Um, and it's just been like, and that whole apartment moving situation was so seamless that, bro, I thought it was a scam. Like, I kid you not. Like, I found my apartment, got approved, signed my documentation, all of that stuff. And it was just so seamless. And I'm not used to things not going like so seamless. So I, I had to message her apartment. was like, is this a scam? Because I got my apartment already? What? And even the moving out process was so seamless, bro. Like, I mean, there was little hiccups that happened. But like, it, it was not even that big of a deal. One thing that God reassured me in that is he never, he will never leave you or forsake you. And he's a friend that is stick, that sticks closer to you. Like having God as a friend is my best friend. Let me not say friend. He's my best friend, him, God, having them. I'm never going to say him, having them. And when I say them, I'm, when I said them throughout the, whole, the season, I'm referring to Jesus Christ, the Holy spirit and Yahweh. Having them as my best friend has been the most, I don't, sweetest thing I could have ever dreamed of. The friendship, the relationship, it's just so like the love I've always craved, um, the love I've always wanted, the love I've always seeked for, their energy and their, like how they be, how they are about me. It's how I am about other people times 10. And when I started doing that prayer, like, God, show me that you don't play about me. When I tell you left and right, he was showing me he don't play about me. I would pray something like, oh, God, remind me that you love me today. And somehow in that day, he would remind me that he loved me today. Like, God, we don't be playing about his children. And those who are called by his name, those who are trying to do the right thing, those who are actually obeying His him, obeying him and, like, listening to him, he really do not play about us. And... The practical ways that I can give you for you to be able to grow your relationship with God, grow your intimacy with God, grow your understanding of God. When I tell you revelations have been revelationing in my life, like the littlest thing people would see and be like, oh, that says them. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I don't know, but it's something that somebody can see and read and be like, oh, da, 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 da. to me, I can see it. And God would be like, nah, this, this, this is what that is. This, this is there. Or like, just even like this year has been so much stress, less, 
when it comes to my heart, it has been like bills have been billing and I will work myself up into a frenzy. But God has been guiding over it all even stronger. I'm not playing with you. So the benefits of I'm going to say the practical ways, but I'm going to give you the benefits. The benefits of having them as your close, your best friends, your friends is one thing about one thing I've loved the most is that like the spirit of not the spirit um the spirit of discernment has been really strong with me lately. If somebody is not going to be right for me, God will tell me from hello. Literally from hello. I will I will sense it, I will hear it, I will feel it, I will smell it. Something about it is not right. And what I love that God has done with me in my growth is like I listen. Now I may not understand what is happening. And sometimes I could just be like, okay, I, I hear you. I'm just sometimes God would tell it to me and then he would just be like, keep them at a distance. But sometimes you can't help but interact with them because either you work with them or you're in the same community with them or however. So with that case, I remember this one time um, God told me like, yo, that's not <laughs> the Holy Spirit was like, nah, that's not going to be that's not going to be what you think it is. You might as well go ahead. And, yeah. Keep that as a far distance. And I have a gift of making people feel like they are closer to me than they really are. So while I had that in, in my mind, knowing that the Holy Spirit has told me that, I was very careful of my interaction with this person or people, because this was like different people throughout the throughout this year. I was careful, my, my, not really careful, but like I was mindful with my interactions and the hanging out and all of that stuff. And at some point, it showed itself to why the Holy Spirit said what he said, because actions proved it okay and i thank god because usually what i do is i meet people and i'll be like friend you're gonna be my friend i'm a love yeah oh ah boom bow yeah forever and then they do stuff and i just be like god no i just want no <laughs> but this time around this year that hasn't been my story and i thank god for that so that that's point number one the spirit discernment is really gonna be strong for you two peace that peace Bubuski, peace is so underrated. <laughs> peace is so priceless. When I tell you, peace has been in my life for the longest. Okay, undetachable, undeniable, unbreakable. No matter, even if I get stressed, there's still peace there. Okay, um, that. Okay, so you got two, and then also three is your dependency on God. I can't. I can't, uh, sorry. I can't go too long without talking to God. Something about me will feel off. I will feel weird. I won't feel okay. I won't feel like myself if I don't talk to God. Because now I need to talk. Like, that's, okay? That's three. Um, Four is, honestly, would be your view of things. Like, you, you don't see things like, normally and i don't know that's a that's me but for me i'm able to see things and see things meaning um how do i i don't know how to explain it i'm able to see things beyond the surface level and i'm able to see when something is a spiritual or just just me overthinking it 
Okay? And then five, undeniable confidence. There's something about getting close to God that makes your insecurities less than what it was before. Now, I still battle with certain things like body dysmorphia or whatever, but my insecurities are not as like, majority of the time, I'm really cooling and chilling. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really cooling and chilling. I don't really too much. My insecurities don't be insecurating me that often. Mm -mm. And when they do, I come back them with the word of God. So, yeah, that. And also, last thing, the bonus one um, would be just seeing yourself grow. My spiritual growth has been so phenomenal. And the fact that, let me tell you, let me tell you something. My mama, my mother has known me for like, I don't know, for mad long years, okay? This is my adopted mother I'm talking about. Um, or the only mom y'all know I have. But yeah, my mother has known me for a mad long, mad long time. This is the first time ever, this year was the first time ever that she was like, I really see your spirit. You are really growing. And I, I like, she actually, and it, it's not that, like, I needed her validation or anything like that, because I already knew it. But it's different. It hits different when it's your mother telling you, like, nah, you really growing spiritually. Because this year I went on this sabbatical where, like, I got off social media. I fasted. I talked to God. Uncle, like, and I tell you, I kid you not, I have not been able to go back on social media the same again ever since then. I, social media, not, I rarely be on social media. Rarely be on, I promise you. I'm not on, I, I can't. I used to do a TikTok thing, can't do it no more. The, you, the, the only thing you really, I really am on that I post on is YouTube and the podcasting I'm doing right now. But outside of that, I really don't be on social media like that. I really don't. The only thing I do is be on YouTube all day, every day, watching videos. But yeah, so in the practical steps that you can take that I was going to give you, I'll give you three practical steps. One is praying. And praying doesn't have to be, oh, our Father, hello be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It don't have to be that. Praying simply is just communicating with God. Now, when you really need to like <laughs> get into a battle, and you know, get some things away. Now that's different, okay. But your usual prayer, the Holy Spirit will also lead you. But the usual prayer, I found that there was a different when I when I involved God in my days, in my work, in my workouts. Like the night before I go to sleep, I would invite God into the next day. I find it different in that. So praying over your day, praying over, just praying over your day does a stream just just and just talking to god right like I, sometimes my, people will see me i randomly will talk to god outwardly and i don't care how it looks i don't care if you think i'm crazy oh well i would look crazy with you and being perfect align me with god i don't know what to tell you buki let me be crazy mm -hmm. i'll definitely talk to god outward mm -hmm. but two two would be reading your word reading your word this whole year i have been studying first corinthian um I'm still not done yet, but I've been studying First Corinthians. Now I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say that like I've been every single day. There's sometimes I'll be able to do every single day nonstop, and then there's sometimes where unfortunately I'll fall off or whatever. But I'm trying to get back to. But I did it for a very long time for every single day. But now I'm trying to get back on it. Um, to do every single day. 
So I'm trying to figure out practical ways of doing that now with my new schedule. So yeah, um, reading a word, talk, praying, and then also taking notes and highlighting when you're reading your word. Life changer. And get you a Bible study Bible. Okay, don't get you another King James, whatever. No, I had King James and King James was always not hitting for me. When I started getting my mother, my parents got me, um, I think it was for my birthday. They got me this Bible study Bible. It's a large print. When I say they changed the game for me, yeah, changed the game. There's highlight, there's highlighting stuff all over. There's me. I have a sticky note that I write my notes on and I put it in. I have the dates I write, the date I read it and all of that. I write it on there. Like it has changed everything for me when it comes to reading the bible like it makes the stuff stand stick with me and then also at the bonus is also praying before and after you read your word for revelations for god to explain to you because sometimes i read it now and i won't understand it so then i'll ask god literally how i'm talking to you i'll just be like all right god i don't know what i, I don't understand this what does this mean and either within that hour within a day he would tell me within that day or that hour or that moment. Sometimes it'd be instant. It's instant where I'll ask a question and he was explaining to me right then and there. But yeah, those, those things will definitely, cause you're spending time with him while you're talking to him. You're spending time with him while you're reading your Bible. You're spending, you, you're meditating on his word. You're meditating on him. And I have learned so much about God through his word that like, I'm like, Oh wow. Cause I used to think like God was just like this, like, which he is this, loving person which he is loving a loving spirit he loves all of us but it's also a side of god that like gets upset and and has killed some people over disobedience now there's still that side of god now okay so yeah that would be my um that's my take on getting to know getting to know them as my friend um i'm still learning i'm still trying to now what i'm breaking on now is like meditating in isolation for at least five minutes a day at least five minutes a day just so i can fine-tune the voice of god to myself and just like give him a chance to talk back to me you know so it's not always a one-way conversation but yeah i hope that you enjoyed this conversation go ahead and comment down below in the description in the comments and let me know which part uh what did you learn today what what you want to teach me like because i'm i love a good criticism i love a good teach me please teach me um tell me what you have learned as your friendship with god is growing and like yeah share the wisdom because we are all one body if one one body is the weak link then we're all the weak link so teach me don't let me be the weak link please don't let me be the weak link <laughs> Please don't. If you got knowledge, share the knowledge. Just like how I'm talking to y'all, you can always talk back to me too. In the comments. I don't know how you're going to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. I so much love talking to y'all. But let's go ahead and end this conversation with a prayer. So we can head right into this what? This goody momento. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Pop Pop. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your word. 
Thank you for all that you do for us on a day-to-day -day basis. Thank you for loving us and protecting us. Thank you for being Yahweh over our lives. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for Jesus himself. Thank you for our guardian angels. Thank you for breathing the breath of life in our lungs. Thank you for covering our blood vessels, our veins. Thank you for healing us from sicknesses and illnesses. Thank you for not allowing illness and sicknesses to infiltrate our bodies. Thank you, Father God, that we're able to walk, talk, hear, um, be able to move about. Father God, we thank you for our jobs. We thank you for our finances. We thank you for our loved ones and our friends. We thank you, Father God, for this just this just for this very moment before your throne of grace that you have already written in our book of life, Father God. So, Lord, as we come before you, Father God, I bring every individual under the sound of my voice, Father God, that is seeking a friendship with you, Father, that is seeking to get to be to be drawn closer to you, Father God. I pray that let let the hunger, let your hunger deepen within them, Father God. Let let your thirst deepen within them father god and father god i pray that let your word come alive to them when they read it father god i pray that you will open their eyes father god to, to see what you are saying to hear what you are saying father god i pray that father they will have a special encounter with you father god. let their friendship with you grow in such an amazing beautiful way let it be a love story father god let it be romanticized for them father god Get, Father God, speak to them in the way that they will understand you, Father God. Interact with them the way they would want you to, that they will interact with you, Father God. And also in reverse, teach us teach us your love language and teach us how you want us to be your friend, how you want to be loved as a friend, how you want to be interacted with as a friend, how you want to be experienced and, and, and loved on, Father God. I pray, Lord, that let your will be done. Let your purpose in our lives be done, Father God. Let, 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 your, let the body of Christ... Learn how to be friends with you and not just how to use you. Father God, let the body of Christ learn how to be friends with you and not just how to use you and not just how to have a one-way conversation with you, Father God. I speak over our lives that peace will dominate, peace will reign like never before, Father God. I speak, Father God, that our lives will be engrossed with you, enhanced with you. You will be all over our lives. When other people see us, Father God, it will not make sense to them, Father God. We will bring the glory to you. We will bring the glory back to you every single time, Lord. Thank you for all that you do, for all that you are, for all that you, you, you have done and will do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. And amen. I don't know why I just sung that, but yeah. All right. See y'all in the goodie moment. <laughs> why do I have the peace sign? Like you can see me. Get it together, Yasmin. But yeah, see y'all later. I mean, not see you later. I'm here in the next clip. You're going to hear me in the next clip. <laughs>
To have a true friendship with God requires you having to put in the work. The same type of work that we put in with our friends, it requires us having to put in work. And oftentimes we're used to just going to God and putting in our request. But to have a true friendship with God means that you have to put in the work. You have to read his word. You have to make time for him. You have to shift some things around in your schedule. And you know, also what I've also learned is that um, when it comes to God, is it that we don't have time for him or is it that we have made the wrong things our priority? Because if you make God the priority to begin with, then the schedule would just flow. So that's speaking to me and you too. So we have made the wrong things a priority and we need to make God the priority. You know? So yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. I appreciate your time. I love you. I God loves you and you better know it. And that's period. And that's on Mary had a little lamb exclamation mark. And she did have a lamb who died on the cross for us. His fleet is white as snow with no blemishes. None of that. Okay. Um, but I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. Um, we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get right to it. All right. See you in the next episode. Next week. Bye. Oh, before we leave this, this episode, make sure that you check out my YouTube channel, Beautifully Yasmin. Um, also my other YouTube channel, Beautifully Y-A-S-M-E. Beautifully Y-A-S-M-E. It's my second YouTube channel. And also, um, Women of War on my Instagram, not Women of War, I'm thinking about y'all. My, um, Christian Ranch of the Week on my Instagram, which is KingdomAmbassador.co. And yeah, that's pretty much y'all. Support me on all my platforms. I'm really trying to grow my audience. And I really appreciate y'all if y'all share this podcast, share my content, and just, um, support as a fellow kingdom ambassador help me spread the gospel help me just reach people and reach souls because if we win if one win we all win we need all the souls back into the kingdom of god because i don't want nobody to go to hell beside the devil piece of crap but yeah all right so i'm gonna see y'all um y'all will hear me y'all will see me see me on my youtube hear me on the podcast all right later i love y'all (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.